Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Welcome back to the Racing in Sports Punters Pod, where we help you habitually heighten your hamper of punting highlights. Jimmy Buckley with you on this Monday, the 12th of September, after the weekend's round ball hiatus over in the UK as the home nations mourned the loss of Queen Elizabeth II. That meant the dulcet tones of the great Ken Rutherford were kept on ice last week, but he's ready to roll again today with me in the Racing in Sports studio ahead of a massive return to midweek action with a smorgasbord of Champions League and Championship Fair early on Wednesday morning. Good to have you back, Ken. It certainly was the end of an era last week following the news out of Balmoral, and you came across the Queen a few times, I believe, in your Commonwealth duty as New Zealand cricket captain. Yeah, yes, I did actually, James. It was nice to, to, to meet Her Majesty on a, on a couple of occasions on the hallowed turf of, of Lords, of course, during a test match. Everything used to stop. I remember in 1986, I think it was, the, the first time we got introduced to her out uh, in front of the pavilion. I think we were still in the middle of the middle session, you know, so there was no kind of uh, tea times 3.40 to 4pm. It was like, uh, mom's here, guys, and it's uh, 2.22pm and uh, the whole game just sort of stopped. But um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, look, it's, dear I say, it's not unexpected. She's 90, she was 96 and uh, a hell of an innings in, in cricketing parlance, of course, and uh, let's see how the next one goes. Has been waiting a while in the wings. Look, we uh, we need to roll into... Another huge week. I mean, we had that week off, uh, which gave us all a chance to breathe, I suppose, over the weekend, but they are still coming thick and fast, these fixtures. And that's just uh, another round of games they're going to have to squish in sometime around this bizarrely placed Soccer World Cup later this year. So, full round of Champions League qualifying coming up after uh, some pretty serious results, I thought, during the week last week. Mm. Can you cast your eye over? The forthcoming fixtures. What do you like the look of? Well, let's let's go over the overall um, winner book at the moment. Having a look at the Neds.com.au futures book on the Champions League. James Manchester City haven't really moved from their opening price of three twenty five. They remain that price. They had a really good away win at Seville four nil, which wasn't that it wasn't unexpected because Seville are struggling in La Liga this year. They were towards the bottom end of the table, so City. Did what they had to do and were more direct in the final third. That's That was the big criticism from Guardiola after the Aston Villa game where they only drew 1-1 at Villa Park the Saturday prior. Um, that They were just a little bit uh, less than, than forthright in that last third. They played all the football but uh, just couldn't get the ball in the net more than once. Well, they did manage to do that four times against Seville. PSG at $6, Bayern Munich 7 Liverpool, what do you make of them? They're at $9. Real Madrid 11 Barcelona at 13 and I tell you, Tottenham Hotspur at fifteen dollars. They've come in for some support. I think they opened around the twenty-one dollar mark at the start of the season in the Champions League. They're into fifteens after impressive two-nil win over Marseille uh, last week. So that's the overall winner book. There's big odds. The one thing I I found quite surprising, James, and I don't watch a lot of Serie A to be fair, and I, I will try to watch a bit more now, but. 
the, the, the most favoured Italian side in the Champions League is, is Juventus at 50 to 1, along with Napoli. And you've got Inter Milan at 80 to 1. In AC Milan, who are over 101, what's happened to Italian football? Yeah, well, that's that surprises me a little bit. Bayern Munich went down there last week to the San Siro, and mm. I think they took maybe a 2-0 win against Inter Milan. Yes. So, you know, potentially that does expose a bit of a, a gap and a bit of a gulf. Uh, Juventus have dropped away the last couple of years, and it, certainly this year I think they're stuck in eighth at the moment uh, on the Serie A. Table uh, Napoli have started quite well, and AC Milan I think drew first blood there the other weekend mm. uh, against Inter in that derby. But you're right, there seems to be a bit of an aversion towards the quality of team coming out of Italy at the moment. As to why, I'm not entirely sure. They have obviously got a proud Champions League history, but it seems to me that the market is very, very well skewed. Towards City, which is no surprise really when you look at the team, they've got very, very keen on PSG. I was a little bit surprised about the $11 there about Real Madrid. I mean, they're the, they're the team, aren't they? They're the, the perennial winners. They know how to do it. They know what is required of them. And let's be honest, uh, against somewhat inferior opposition, I suppose, at Celtic Park last week, they mm. absorbed a hell of a lot of pressure and they put did. the game away with... In about half an hour, the three goals. I mean, it was just clinical, really. It was, and and the, and the final score of, of three 0 to to Madrid probably flattered them somewhat. You know, for, for the first fifty minutes of that game, Celtic were very much in the game. I think they hit the post, mm-hmm. uh, had another couple of chances, and, and and Real Madrid's goals, a couple of breakaways there. So it was probably more of a case of Celtic throwing more men forward in the last twenty minutes, trying to get something out of the match. So that three 0 margin probably did flatter the the Spaniards. Uh, look, City just look the goods, don't they? They just seem to have so much talent coming off the bench as well. Uh, the squad situation and and Harland, Harland is he's we've spoken about this before. He's potentially phenomenal. Um, he he just he's got all the attributes, physical attributes of being an athlete and getting himself in the areas where defenders just don't want to see him. And he's got that skill level. He 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 can find space where others can't, and um, he's just the X factor, which City haven't really had in the last sort of half a dozen years since Guardiola's been in charge and longer. They haven't had a target man up front, now they have, and you've got to think he's going to score. I think the commentator during the, the match at Seville said that Harlan at all competitions could score 50 goals this season. I mean, that's <laughs> that's phenomenal. Fair play to the boy. I mean, he's... he's honed his craft, I suppose, at Borussia mm. Dortmund in, uh, let's be frank, probably a league that doesn't have quite the depth uh, that he's going to find in England. And he is just taken to the English Premier League like a duck to water. They, 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 you, I mean, you can see defenders, are they're almost afraid of him and they don't know at all yet how to stop him, how to mark him. And it's going to take them quite a while to figure that out. Well, I, I did watch the, uh, the the review session that the, the pundits all have, Rio Ferdinand and a few of the others, uh, Owen Hargreaves was speaking as well as, I think it was Peter Crouch, someone like that. And they went through on BT Sport the um, the, the movement of Haaland in that match against Seville. Not just the goals, I think he scored a couple of goals, but not just his goals, but the fact that he makes so much space for all the others. He pulls one, two, sometimes three defenders away from key areas around the penalty area, and then it's room for the likes of Foden and De Bruyne and all these others to come surging through into the gap. And it's uh, it's, it's terrific the way you, you, you see it analysed, and you just see it 
and the, the preamble to a match, that's the way Guardiola will be envisioning happening. His vision will be around exactly the way it's playing out on the park. It's a tremendous manage, managerial skill by Guardiola, and he is the missing part in the puzzle, if indeed there was a missing part in the Manchester City puzzle up until this season. Fascinating clash early Thursday morning our time when Manchester City welcome Haaland's old teammate Borussia Dortmund to the Etihad. On mm. on Wednesday morning we have seven Champions League fixtures to look forward to. Liverpool host Ajax at Anfield. Bayer Leverkusen play host to Atletico Madrid. Porto plays Club Bruges. Victoria Pleasant hosts Inter Milan. Bayern Munich Takes on Barcelona, Sporting Lisbon play Spurs and Marseille host Frankfurt. What do you like out of these, Ken? Well, that's the headline game, isn't it? Bayern Munich versus Barcelona. $1.73 on the head-to-head about uh, Bayern. three eighty the draw and three seventy about Barcelona. All the talk will be about around uh, Lewandowski's return return, uh, return to Munich, isn't it? He's, he's mm. back there in front of his, his old fans, so we'll see how he, is, he goes, and he's scoring a few goals, isn't he? He's in pretty good form, so and, and look, the pedigree is there, we know the pedigree of both these sides in terms of what they do in Europe. Munich have started the Bundesliga slowish, but sluggish perhaps, played 6-1-3 drawn three. Barcelona will be pretty happy with the way they're going, they've won four of their six games uh, and had a draw and a loss, I think it is, so they're going okay, Barcelona. Um, Bayern Munich dollars seventy three. You'd think they'd be the, the the way to go there. However, I'm pretty keen on a little multi. I've put three results into the multi for uh, the next couple of days. Champions League over this week, James. My headline bet for for punters is Marseille. Marseille are at home against Eintracht Frankfurt. Eintracht have really struggled this season in the Bundesliga. Uh, their record is not all that flash at all. They've won two, they've drawn two, and they've lost two so far out of the six games they've played in the German league. Of course, they qualify for the Champions League on the back of the of winning the Europa League last year, which is not always the best form, to be honest, coming through to a Champions League season. Uh, Marseille, $1.85 head-to-head punters, 3.30 the draw, Frankfurt at 3.60. If you watched that Marseille-Spurs game from last week, James, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, you would have been very impressed with Marseille. The game changed on a red card. I don't think there's any doubt about the red card, quite frankly, but then, <laughs> then Spurs took took over. But Marseille, up until that 50 or 60-minute mark, were, were full value. They look good. They look a good side. I expected this this market to be more the 160-165 mark about Marseille, so I'm more than happy to take the 185 and the other way I'm keen to go in this game, and looking at the defence, particularly of Frankfurt, they've given up heaps of goals in the Bundesliga. I'd be going the over two and a half as well. Now, if you take the same game multi in that punters, that equates to a two dollar eighty-two price with Ned. Same game multi, head to head, dollar eighty-five around Marseille, and the overs in the two and a half goal market. Uh, it equates to two point eight two. The same game multi odds. Geez, that looks very, very good, Ken. And let's not forget uh, the, the the three that Frankfurt conceded at home last week against Sporting Lisbon. So they are really battling away at the moment. And you're right, Marseille. I mean, they're they're a solid squad. They've got uh, quite a number of ex English Premier League players actually in that side now. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think that a dollar eighty five about them to win is probably a touch of overs. 
the top of the pops in the French league too. With with uh, PSG, they've played seven matches. They won six and drawn one. They had a really good win at the weekend. They one 0 down against Lille and came back and won two one. So they're in some sort of form. They're extremely well managed, uh, coached uh, Marseille. They're, they've always been a side that ha- they've got some pedigree of their own, haven't they? In the, in the Champions League from their their immediate history. So look, I so I'm, I'm very keen on them, James. Very keen on them. Yeah, I think I'm quite keen on it myself. Now, anything else that caught your eye in terms of the Champions League? Well, that's my starting starter. It's the first league of my multi-punters, $1.85 about them. Now, Copenhagen are at home to Seville. Now, Seville are going shocking. So the odds there head-to-head, 3.30 about Copenhagen, draw 3.20, and Seville at $2.00. Even money about them in the head-to-head. I thought if you take the double chance, Copenhagen and the draw, punters at $1.62, throw that one into your multi. So we've got $1.85 Marseille head-to-head. Double chance, Copenhagen draw at $1.62 against Seville. And I've also gone the double chance in the Juve Benfica match. Benfica in some really good form. Uve has started six matches so far in the Serie A. They've only won two of them, drawn the other four. 2-10 Uve, draw 3-20. Benfica 3-10. The double chance, Benfica and the draw is $1.57. So throw that into your multi. Three legs, $1.85 Marseille head-to-head. Copenhagen the draw, $1.62. And Benfica in the draw, double chance against Juve, $1.57. James, that all adds up to odds of 4.7 for a three-legged, three-legged multi this week in the Champions League. Wow, $4.70 with Ned's Ken's Champions League multi. Marseille to win against Frankfurt, paying $1.85. Copenhagen or draw in the double chance market. That's a dollar sixty-two, and Benfica or the draw in the double chance market against Juventus. That's paying a dollar fifty-seven. Copenhagen, of course, are up against uh, Sevilla, and that's a four dollars seventy with Neds to really get you rolling nicely through the week. Did anything else catch your eye uh, on the Champions League fixture list? James, this must be your turn. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't mind Victoria Plesson, actually. Only really because I thought Inter Milan at $1.36 away from home were just too short. Oh, far too Inter $1.36. Pleasant at home is $7 and the draw at four forty. And, and Pleasant have started the Czech season quite well. They've had six wins. They've had a draw. No losses. Whereas Inter are going just, just, just fairly, to be fair. So I, I thought Plesson at, at, at maybe the, the handicap plus two goals at a dollar seventy. Maybe maybe that's another one you could throw into a wider multi or have a have a go. Then the double chance, the double chance odds will be around about the three dollars. But apart from that, no, very keen on Marseille. Can see Copenhagen getting something at home against Seville, and I don't mind Benfica away from home at Juve. Just a couple from me quickly then, uh, and I, I won't uh, expand too much on this, but I don't mind the double chance idea sporting Lisbon or draw against Spurs at $1.67. Like we say, they've, they've started very well and they, they thumped Frankfurt last week away from home. That that Barcelona-Munich game interested mm, me a little bit. Okay. And I, I thought uh, the draw-no-bet option there, Barcelona, $2.75. I reckon they might be a chance there. They've started pretty well. Yeah, yep. and Lewandowski is slotted in nicely. I don't think Bayern Munich are going all that well at the moment. Okay. So I just thought two dollars seventy five, throw at the stumps, why not? Similar theme, Atletico Madrid are paying two dollars thirty five to beat the a struggling Bayer Leverkusen. Second last, aren't they? In the second last in second the last lot of kills. And uh, that's two dollars thirty five for Atletico Madrid to win that. And one more, which I mean I, I cannot help myself but it looks good to me. Napoli minus one point five goals against Rangers at Ibrox. <laughs> that gets you three dollars, punters. Napoli are going very, very well at the moment they in are. Italy. 
Rangers are an absolute rabble right now. Back-to-back 4-0 defeats. There may well have been another 4-0 defeat at Pedodri if they played on the weekend, but they, <laughs> they didn't. I just think golfing class you talk about. We saw what Real Madrid did to Celtic there last week. Celtic are a level above Rangers. Real Madrid may be a level above Napoli, but Napoli's still a very, very good football team. And I just think for them to win by two or more goals at $3 is, uh, is far too juicy to ignore. Now, there's going to be goals in that game. Oh, yeah. to, I, I like to see the markers say plus three and a half goals. I could see that being a you know a four one or a, or something like that to Napoli. You're yeah. spot on. Your Rangers are a rebel. Oh mate, they they they're really struggling at the moment. Now the important stuff: the English Championship. Boy, there's some matches on this week, midweek, <laughs> uh, James. I mean, just look at some of these games. Yeah, you know, I looked at the history. Of a couple of matches in particular, head-to-head stats around Preston North End at home at Deepdale to Burnley. Now, they first played on the 8th of September, 1888, and Preston North End came out on top 5-2. They've since played 137 matches against each other, Preston North End and Burnley. Preston North End, 56 wins, Burnley 54, and the draw at 27. I mean... Unbelievable stats around those two teams. Of course, we know Preston North End this season, they can't score a goal and they can't, they can't give away goals either. <laughs> They're at 2-1. to one. They're $3 in the head-to-head at home, Three ten the draw. That looked pretty good value to me. And $2.45 about Burnley. So that's a match. Take your pick, punters. I mean, there's some value there. Whichever, the way, whichever way you can read that game, good luck. And the other one is West Bromwich Albion playing Birmingham City. No love lost. A local derby in Birmingham. They've played 135 games, and their first ever match goes back to the 6th of March, 1886, even before the other one. Yeah. And that was a 4 0 FA Cup win to West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorns. 135 games, 61 wins to West Bromwich Albion, 38 draws, and 36 wins to Birmingham City. I actually thought West Bromwich Albion at $1.44 were a bit short uh, in a derby. The draw at four twenty and seven fifty about Birmingham City. I saw some value there, maybe around the double chance around Birmingham City. But the rest of the games, the odds, terrific value. Hull two ninety, draw three ten, Stoke City two fifty. Same head to head price about. Arguably the the the, the game of the round. Blackburn Rovers two ninety, draw three ten, and Watford at two dollars and fifty cents. But a really interesting round of championship games midweek. Fascinating. Blackburn, very important, I think, for them to just just stop the rod a little bit. They started very well and uh, they've gone a little bit backwards since then. This is a chance for them at Ewood Park just to... Just to steady let, the ship. Steady the ship, let the competition know that they are the real deal this season. Preston, you mentioned, against Burnley. My favourite Preston fact, I think, is that Tottenham Hotspur modelled their kit on Preston North End. They wore, they wear white because they mm. wanted to be like Preston, which I think is absolutely fantastic when you look at the state of the two clubs nowadays in 2022. One more that you mentioned that I quite liked the look of was Hull City versus mm. Stoke City. Stoke under Alex Neal now, as we know, who will be desperate to get his first win, I think. And one market here that caught my eye was the over two and a half goals at $2.15. Mm. And I thought that was fairly valuable because Hull have conceded 13 goals in their last four matches. Mm. So defensively, I would say unsound. 
not very sure. Stoke uh, lost 2-1 to Reading at their last effort down at the Majeski Stadium, I think Watch it that was. Watch game, yep. Yeah. They changed the name of the stadium, actually. Yeah, oh, really? It threw me as well. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Stoke weren't bad. I mean, they gave away a horror goal, horror goal mm. in the first minute of the game. I mean, that was a shocker. That was Keystone Cops goalkeeping there, <laughs> quite frankly. That was ordinary. I think Alex Neal, you know, I, I just get the feeling that maybe the weekend off might have Helped them a little bit. Yep. You know, they've got players uh, coming back from injury, but they're very much in the remoulding and remodelling mode, I think, under their new manager. I see they've got Rory Delap's son up front. <laughs> Hope he can throw it. <laughs> He's actually not a bad player. He's a big yeah. strapping lad. No, I, I think you're heading down the route of suggesting to our, our listeners that 250 about Stoke head-to-heads might be the way to go, along with your uh, overs two and a half, James. I'm, yeah. That's one of my bits of the week. Of the week is, is Stoke at, at two fifty. Uh, I think they're going to get on a bit of a run. Yeah. I think they'll get on a run, like Nottingham Forest did about this time last year in the championship. Yep. Yeah, they might be one of the the big big improvers over the course of the next few months. But yes, I, I do quite like Stoke at uh, two dollars fifty, and with the overs at two dollars fifteen. I mean, you could you could back both of them. It'd be a nice same game multi there somewhere. Yeah, You'd be getting good odds. I would have thought so. Otherwise, Ken, uh, it was your typical championship minefield for <laughs> mine. It is. A couple of interesting stats around a couple of matches, though. Rotherham playing Blackpool at Rotherham. Now, you know the name of that stadium. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a nice nice new stadium. The New York Stadium. How good is it? Now, Blackpool haven't beaten Rotherham since 1997, and they've played 10 times since, so it's a fair sample of matches. Rotherham, 225. The draw, 320. Blackpool at $3.20. So Rotherham might continue that statistical stranglehold they have on Blackpool. And the other one which I found intriguing was Swansea got a very good record head-to-head against Sheffield United. Swansea are at home. They're at 3.30. 3.30 the draw also. And 2.15 about Sheffield United, who arguably have been the team of the season so far in the championship. Watched them the other day. They play very good football, well-managed. But just in terms of stats, if you check on those stats, uh, Swansea have a very good record, both home and away, over the last few years against Sheffield United. But... If I was going to put a couple into a multi, I'll go Stoke at the 250. Pretty keen on Wigan away from home to beat Huddersfield at 275. And that would be about it, quite frankly. Because as you quite rightly said, James, it looks very, very close. <laughs> it's tough. Your standard Tuesday night fair in the championship, I think. All righty, look, let's, uh, let's run through everything from the top here. I think we might have found a few. Now, Ken's Champions League multi, a three-legger. We like Marseille. To beat Frankfurt at a dollar eighty-five, we like Copenhagen or the draw. They're playing Seville up in Denmark at a dollar sixty-two, and then the double chance Benfica or the draw a dollar fifty-seven against Juventus. Roll them all together, and you get about four dollars seventy with Neds. Just quickly back to that Marseille Frankfurt game, a cheeky little same game multi there. Marseille to win and over two and a half goals pays two dollars and eighty-two cents. With Neds, just a couple from me in the Champions League. If you're, you're keen to play, I didn't mind the Sporting Lisbon double chance at a dollar sixty-seven versus Spurs. Barcelona draw no bet two dollars seventy-five with Robert Lewandowski to go back and uh, cause a bit of chaos for his old employers. Napoli to win by two or more goals, paying three dollars against the battling Rangers of Scotland and Atletico Madrid, paying a very juicy two dollars thirty-five to beat by Leverkusen, into the English Championship. And Ken and I both, 
don't mind the look of Stoke City at $2.50. Over in the northeast to beat the very leaky Hull. And if you are interested in a couple at a price here, Swansea are paying $3.30 down in Wales to beat Sheffield United. They have a very, very good record against the Blades. And then Wigan, $2.75 away at Huddersfield, who are really battling away this year as well. So plenty of value, punters. And uh, hopefully, Ken, uh, a couple of winners for us. Absolutely, James. That's what it's all about. And then we'll be back at the end of the week to to go through the Premier League matches (laughs) for another weekend. (laughs) That's right. They are coming thick and fast. Thanks, Ken. We'll speak to you then. And until then, happy punting.